This is Lachlan Rouston. This is Raf Friedman. And you're listening to the fittest podcast in Australia, The Mind Muscle Project. Project, welcome back to this episode of In The Black. Uh, you guys remember our announcement last week. Uh, we finally announced that we are opening a new brand, a new gym in the center of Sydney, the CBD. Uh, we're very excited for it. It's completely unique, uh, one of a kind, has not been done yet in all of Australia. So we're very excited to launch that. Uh, more details coming on it very soon. We're going to be doing a whole in the black series as we get closer to launch, which is about 10 weeks away. Um, so very excited for that. Um, if you if you wanted all the details of that, you can go listen to last week's episode um, of in the black. So today's episode, before we jump into it, um, you know, we'll be on pricing in the new economy. So really how you guys can price the gyms and the consequences of that, of your memberships going forward. But, you know, we want to talk about a company that has really supported us during uh, these tough times at the start of 2020. That's Whatify. Whatify is an amazing software. Uh, we have finally um, started to get on board the Whatify payments, which is the new um, billing system. I know there's anyone that has any interaction with Easy Debit in their gyms absolutely hates it. Uh, it is a terrible system. It's a terrible company. They charge way too much money in fees and stuff. Anyway, so Whatify is now separating from that in Australia. It's doing Stripe, I believe, uh, which is way better. It's going to be lower fees. So if you're not already on Whatify, you should because they're trialing that soon in Australia. And then if you're not in it in America, they've already got Whatify payments there. You should definitely come on board. Uh, but I think one of the most useful tools that we've had during this whole thing is um, just the ability to create memberships really quickly, really easily move them around, adjust them, adjust the payments and stuff. Uh, the way that it's all laid out, the user experience just makes things like the invoicing and changing memberships over and putting prices up and all that sort of stuff. It just makes it really smooth and really easy. So, uh, Whatify has been a great tool from from that perspective with the move. Yeah, it's been amazing. And if you, one of the things we didn't do before and now is a huge part of the gym is just reservations for sessions. Booking, yeah. So, you never had to, you know, we did bookings but we weren't strict on it. Now, we're very, very strict and yeah, it's got all that stuff, you know. Yeah book class, late res- uh, late cancellations, wait lists, like yeah, it's all there, I didn't really use it. Mm. Um, so, it's, it's a super flexible for whatever type of gym you really have mm. uh, and if you go to whatify.com forward slash MMP, you save 20% off your entire year. Yeah, and they change everything over for you. All the all the profiles, all their billing information, everything and they, they import it all for you into the next program and it just makes it really easy. It means they can just do it and you don't have to worry about it and Next thing, you, next morning you wake up, you got Whatify. It's mm. the best software in the world. So make sure you guys jump on board. Okay, so really, I think there's two ways pricing goes um, at all times. You're either pricing down, you're charging less, or you're pricing more. And I, I don't think you can really. You can't uh, say the same because if you say the same, inflation still exists. So you're, you're going, <laughs> you're down. going no, down. It's true. You're yeah, going it's down. True. You're, true. you're becoming cheaper. So really, constantly, you're either in two mindsets. You're going, okay, how can we become cheaper? Um, how can we charge less, which has its place, absolutely. That's a totally different way to think about business. And the other totally different way to think about business is how can we charge more? And today, we really want to just make a short episode on the two different types of mindset uh, and kind of the ways of thinking that these different price points or price movements sort of induce. So, let's start with pricing down. When you price down, and so it always starts, I mean, you're, you're f- the front of your business, before you know it, like before our customer knows anything about your business, the most they could tell about your business from one piece of information is the price. It's the universal language of value, right? Or at least what you, the owner or the brand perceives as their value. 
So like whether you saw the color or the name of the company or the industry it's in or whatever, nothing communicates value as well or perceived value as much as price. If I said, oh, the gym memberships are $10 a week here or the gym memberships are $200 a week here, you know they're, they're drastically different products and services. So really price is kind of one of the most, if not the most important thing about a business. And so if you're starting to um, charge less, you're in what we call a race to the bottom. Yeah, exactly. And, and I've seen that a lot around us right now. It's not, not, doesn't, that's not always the, a bad thing, but you have to just be ready for it because you'll be ready obviously to do the volume and, and those type of things, yeah. right? Um, because some gyms, yeah, do find a way to be cheaper and then that's why they succeed. Uh, but right now, I've seen a lot of people take this option coming out of COVID, um, which maybe is a good option for them just to get lots of people in the door. But I think, yeah, we just got to be aware that there are like knock-on effects of going down in price. And then I've seen a lot of gyms go the other way. Um, which makes sense as well because you can have way less people in your gym now. Um, so that just normally makes sense that you've got to charge more for it because um, you're giving better service to those people in. But I think what, what we've been thinking about and what our coaches have been asked to think about is just what are the effects of doing one or the other? And that's what we want to get into. Yeah. That if you're charging less, what's the effects of that on your service? And if you're charging more, what are the effects of that? Mm. Yeah, so when you charge less, generally as the price for your customer goes down, every other price or everything else that money is attached to in your business also goes down. Now, this is true because of a brick and mortar, a lot of stuff has no scale economy. So, you don't really get like, for example, if you think about technology services, right, to, to create one podcast episode of In the Black costs the exact same as it does to create two episodes, three episodes, 10 episodes, right? It just, it just digitally imprints itself out, which is why technology companies can charge stuff for free because there's essentially no extra cost You, you mean involved. for like 10 people to listen and then 50 people to listen? Yeah, exactly. We put out one episode and no matter how many people listen, it costs the same to put out that one episode. But to create, you know, lots of different cheaper memberships, there's more costs associated with it which means that because you don't get that scale there, other costs have to come down to kind of, you know, if you've got a thousand people going through the gym at a cheaper price versus one person going through the gym at that same price, mm. right? Obviously, that's not really a, like a real example, but if you just look at it on that extreme continuum, one person, how much damage can they do to all your equipment? How much mess are they going to make? How many staff are they going to need to follow up them and keep them happy? Way less than if a thousand people go through. So, as a thousand people go through your gym, all kinds of costs are getting affected because you're charging less, so you're getting more volume of people through the door. So as a result, lots of cost cutting has to happen. Now, this often means that you do need more staff, which could mean that people either take pay cuts or you fire people to get cheaper people in. So generally, the staff that you're hiring in cheaper gyms are cheaper staff. The other thing that usually has to go down is or stuff that kind of goes up so like cleaning obviously needs to go up uh, that's one thing like admin work handling the amount of memberships because you're trying to get more volume in uh, maybe more marketing costs go up because you, you need to reach a greater volume of people to bring them through the door because those goes those costs go up generally other costs have to go down so obviously staff uh, was one of the things you could maybe not buy as much new equipment mm. uh, maybe even just the maintenance on equipment you're trying to save money on um, so it is generally a really hard thing to balance when you choose to make it cheaper and cheaper because, yeah, you've got to get more volume in, which causes more problems, but you're getting just less for that volume coming through. Yeah, you just, ha I guess, you naturally just have to do less for each person. Yeah. Yeah, you can make it the same, I guess, by getting more people in there, but 
yeah, just how much, how many resources you put to each person has to go down. Yeah. So it's like a natural consequence. Uh, but then the cool thing is then it, the opposite is also true. Um, so if you charge, if you're coming out of COVID and you try and charge more uh, for what you're doing, uh, obviously the cost of that is that it might reduce how many people can take you up on your service. Uh, but the pro of it is that, yeah, you can just put more resources towards each person. And that could be in, in all sorts of types of stuff. It might be like how much equipment each person gets time on in the session. You, yeah. know? you know, they can have their own equipment, not sharing equipment. Maybe the coach can spend more time with them. Maybe you can check in with them more outside of the session. Maybe you can program for them more. There's just like a lot of, you can just put any resources you want really towards the client and you've got a bit more at disposal because they're paying a bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think from a business owner perspective, you do really lose sight of the individual when you mm-hmm. cut costs because you're trying to get such massive volume through. You start looking at the numbers way more harshly almost than you did before and that's not to say there's anything wrong with that but rather than thinking how can I offer the individual more value you're almost thinking like well you're paying less now so how can I give you less so you're not thinking oh I'm going to add this extra service in for this person or I'm going to keep this equipment cleaner for this person no because really you're like well in my mind they're paying less so they should get less which is like when you pay a really cheap gym gym membership you go there and it's like well, you're not going to get any help, no programming from the staff, no program at all. Like really, you can just go use the equipment and then it's like, oh yeah, you can use the shower and the facility and that sort of thing. But if like you want the sauna, it's extra. If you want the pool, it's extra. If you want like the consult, it's extra. If you want the nutrition, it's extra. It's like everything is an add-on because you've come in at such a low price point. And as you start dropping it lower and lower and lower, yeah, you take out more and more stuff for the client. So the individual's experience is becoming... Uh, well, it depends what they want, but generally, from my perspective, it's getting worse because they're getting less and less, and they're coming to a gym to get help, not to just get access to equipment that they have no idea what to do on. Um, so, and eventually, obviously, it gets to a point where it's so cheap that people don't even go, hmm. which is like obviously That's retarded. True. I've talked about that before, uh, but yeah, like the opposite is true. Once they're charging more, you're thinking, "Fuck, this person's paying me a lot of money. How can I make this better for them?" That's the that's the process you want to be thinking. How can I get better equipment for them? How can I give them better programming? How can I reach out to them more, keep them more accountable? Um, how can I get them closer towards their goals faster? All these sorts of questions that you're asking yourself are the questions you want to be in business for, not the opposite questions, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. And it usually makes it more fun, I think, as well. Yeah. Particularly if you're, I mean, if, I guess if you're at the top level and you don't really go to your gyms that much and you're like full just... Uh, keyboard warrior yep. then it doesn't really matter that much probably but yeah if you're still on the floor um, or like us like you still see your clients still visit your gyms all the time you're still there still talking to your coaches then yeah I think it's it's usually more fun think about how can I do more for these clients yeah um, which is what we've been doing a lot of recently rather than thinking like how can I do less to to justify this price point yeah and another thing about this the staff as well is as you charge more your staff are generally getting better clients so their quality of life is higher mm-hmm. and you're also you have more resources to put into staff development. Whereas if you're making money from cheap memberships, you're not really going to add money to staff development because you've got cheaper staff. And so you're like, why am I developing this staff? They're not really going to service the clients. Whereas everything this client is paying for is a better service from coaches. So you want to make those coaches better. So you put money into staff resources. So you can see it's more of a positive sum game than a zero sum game. So... Those are probably the main key factors um, to thinking about when you're going to slide down the price scale or sliding up the price scale. Yeah, and it's hard to know what the long-term effects uh, of COVID will be on the industry. Mm. You'd probably imagine that, yeah, it's just going to polarize it even more. 
Yeah. You know, probably the, the places that go down will go down even further uh, and the places that go up might go up even further because there are more restrictions and, and they're, they're getting more differentiated from the ones at the bottom. Yeah. So probably as a, as a gym owner or a PT or um, wherever you're at, you probably want to think about like, which, which way do I want to be going through this? Yeah. Because like, like we said at the beginning, you can't really stay the same. Yeah. And I mean, the best way to look at it is gyms that have been established for a long time charging low rates and then gyms that have been charging um, high rates for a long time and look at those brands and then just think, which brands do I align with more? Mm, am I more a plenty of planet fitness person or am I more of like a strength and conditioning facility, mm. Charles Poliquin high-end person? And those are kind of the extremes of the, sp- of the spectrum and then, yeah, you just kind of know which direction you should slide and, and you see those the type of clients that those gyms attract. And Yeah, like, like yeah. Which, uh, which one am I moving closer towards? It's yeah. probably a good question. Yeah, absolutely. So, hopefully that was helpful, guys. Uh, remember, can use Wattify. Um, they will change over everything for you. They are the best software. Wattify.com slash MMP is how you can get 20% off your full first year and they will move everything across for you as well from your currently not uh, your current inferior platform. And um, yeah, of course, guys, remember the announcement. Uh, we are looking for staff, uh, not for much longer and we are looking for ambassadors that are interested in helping us build this new brand. Very exciting stuff. Um, we, uh, yeah, we can't thank you guys enough for listening as always and we'll speak to you next week. Thank you, Project, for tuning in again to another episode of the My Muscle Project. Uh, we release an episode every single Monday. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, the My Muscle Project, to stay up to date with everything we're doing. And if you have some time, leave us a review and a five-star rating on iTunes. And don't forget, we have a second show of the week, The After Show. So it's no longer a rest day on Thursdays. If you have any questions for Lachlan and I for that show, head to the mymuscleproject.com forward slash the after show. And if you ask a question, we'll, uh, we'll answer it on the show. Thanks again so much, Project, and we'll see you all next week.